So we're here. We're starting. We are here with David. David sucks. This is like crazy because like we obviously we've talked on Instagram and like partied or whatever, but like we Loki haven't spoken in like since high school. Yeah. That's wow. Yeah, we'll be you know, slightly you know <laughs> When you're both evolving so much it's hard to catch up sometimes. <laughs> yeah, just spend my spend my waste time, like my free time just evolving. Exactly, like that's how it works. No, but Loki, you have, because I know you write for, like, a paper now. Yeah. Yes, sir. You know the vibes. So, that's pretty exciting. And yeah, also... I you have a podcast. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I have a podcast, too, so it works out. But you're pretty yeah. cultured. You write for a paper at your school. It's sports, yeah, right? unfortunately. <laughs> no, yeah, but that's still, like, really cool. Like, honestly. I was like... I, I did my research. I was like, okay, David, go off a little bit. Yeah. And then you are just cultured at birth because your mom's a whole art teacher. Like I feel like that puts you on a whole nother level, honestly. Yeah, she's trying to like she's trying to start collabing with stuff because I'll write stuff. Like I take like read the writing class that she's like, yo, let's collab for this little art project. Yo, I like, love that. that. Yo, hold on because why y'all about to be on the map? Wait. Right. Keep out of the deal, though. Keep out of the deal. Know, we, still, we still waiting. We waiting, bro. You're right. It's coming up. It's coming mm-hmm. up. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but today we're here to talk about the one, the only Uncut Gems film featuring the big Sandman. That's just... Let's go! Like, we're about to go off. Okay, I feel like first we should just kind of summarize the movie. If you haven't seen it, you're late. But we'll summarize it for you. I'll do just a quick summary. Basically, Adam Sandler plays a jeweler. And, you know, it goes downhill from there, honestly. (laughs) It's just like, you know, he's gambling money. He's working with just about everyone. But he's honestly just trying to get by. He's trying to be a good person. So it's it's like a coming of age, if you will. Just... You know, with a little bit of everything else. I don't want to spoil it, so that's going to be my summary. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. So, now we're going to put the plot in ten words. I want you to go first, because I really want to hear what you got to say about this. Uh, So, after much deliberation, (laughs) I decided crazy gambling addict gets into bundles of trouble with ops. Yeah. With ops, I love it. Yeah. Absolutely, okay. like, kind of, you know, a little bit of variety. There. Right, right, right. Um, it's crazy because, like, I read that this screenplay or, like, the plot or the entire script took literally 10 years to write, and we're just, like, <laughs> summarizing it in 10 words. So that's what I, I, I mean, Yeah, I just wanted to do this, you know. Mine is Jewish man addicted to rocks, hates the weekend, but loves basketball. So. Wow! <laughs> I mean, we that, tried. We tried our best. That was all over the place. Wow! We tried it because he really does hate the weekend in this movie. It's well, that is very true. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. That is a very interesting dynamic. Right I there. know it's odd. Okay, like tell me, tell me what you felt like. Like obviously, when the trailer came out, I was freaking out, posting it everywhere. We were kind of bonding over that. Like, what did you yeah. feel when you saw the trailer before you even got to watch the movie? Like, what was going through your head? Uh, I mean, like, 
there was like two reactions. So first time I saw it was with my dad, I think. Yeah. And my dad, like, he he has engaged in a little bit of the activity at times, you know. <laughs> love it. But, love it. But the thing is, like, a lot of times we just will talk about like gambling and stuff, and the movie, the way the movie portrayed it was so like, it was just it, the trailer was so like energetic and. Right. It was just crazy. You knew from the get go, like this is about to be a different type of movie. And then, so we were just bonding over that. We just going crazy talking about how it looks insane. We gonna see it in the theaters, okay. which we didn't. But cool. <laughs> uh, I saw it with my man's Hunter. We were watching it. It was a uh, me and our friend Hunter and Kurt, and we're watching the <laughs> watching the trailer again, kind of right before we watched the movie. Yes. And it's just like we literally were like, "Yo, this is one of the best trailers I've ever seen," because it's just. You actually don't know what is going to happen. That's you know? what it's got just, me. It's drama, bro. It's just straight drama. It's amazing. No, really, because when I watched it, obviously, I was excited more from just an Adam Sandler fan point of view because it's nothing like he's ever done before. And on top of that, because, you know, you can be like, oh, my God, it's nothing like he's ever done before. But the movie comes out garbage and you're like, well, this is yeah. why he doesn't do that, you know? But the trailer, it felt like I was literally, like you said, I just felt like it was going to be drama full. I'm like, this is going to be great. I already know. Something about that music, too, in the back of the trailer. I was oh, like, man. Oh, man. what is going on? Yeah, you're right, but, <laughs> but it doesn't tell you anything about the plot. So you're like, what? I Like, I literally didn't know what to expect coming into the theater. I was just like there to ready to support. But I was yeah. like, oh, my God. And then when the movie goes in, now you're just like, I don't know about you, but I was literally like, I don't usually watch like, um, what is that type of movie? Suspense. Suspense movies. Yeah. Because yeah. I get frustrated. But like, I was watching this and I was literally like holding my chair like, oh my God, if he goes to jail or something, I'm going to kill myself. And you know, <laughs> it didn't really work out, but it's fine. Yeah. There was no cops though. It wasn't like a, like a, like a man versus police. It was more yeah. like 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 man versus himself i guess it was like, mm-hmm. yeah but it was deep i loved it yeah all right now let's go ahead we're gonna rate the characters from least chaotic to most chaotic now aye, aye. yeah let's kind of preface this this movie is very chaotic if you couldn't tell. oh my god bro oh my god <laughs> freaking it's all like, over the place gives you a migraine like the first 10 minutes <laughs> no because why was that like the i read i went back and read some reviews and I was like looking that a lot of people were complaining because they were saying that the movie was so loud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was loud as hell, but so loud. Oh my god! It was really loud. They were like, "Yo, everyone's talking at once." So we're gonna try. We're gonna attempt to kind of move around, see who's most chaotic, who's who's a little yeah. more peaceful. Let's go ahead and start. Let's go from like least relevant to most relevant. So I'm just gonna go ahead and put. The weekend at least relevant. Yeah. Where would we put him in terms of chaotic? Man, that man was, he was like, I think he was like middle tier. Like, I don't know. Because <laughs> the thing is, like, he was drilling the whole, trying to like. Right. I mean, if you go and go for the Sandman's girl, you got to come correct, you know? Like, <laughs> so he was going trying to sneak in there. It's like, nah, bro. Right. That, and then he, uh, yeah, he was wild a little bit. But he was also. He was in the movie for so little that I feel like he can't be seen as, like, one of the more chaotic characters, you know? Yeah, that's, I, I feel like I agree with that. Because he really, he had, like, one or two scenes which were kind of, like, important, but not enough to make yeah. him, like, a real chaotic figure. Yeah. But just, like, to kind of explain, 
Dude tries to go for Adam Sandler's girl while Adam Sandler's in the room. So it's like a little awkward. Just that, putting him like middle tier, maybe even bottom tier. Like, mm-hmm. that just shows you how more chaotic the rest of the characters are. Yeah, I mean, like, man was trying to s- snort some cocaine off of the girl, and it's like, what, like, that's your first introduction to the weekend, like, Abel? Right. Like, really? <laughs> Dang, like, all right. We knew, he, okay, it's very on-brand for him, though, because we knew, even yeah. in 2012, we were, like, 13, we knew man. Yeah, we, we knew what man was on, up to, <laughs> But, yeah, that's where we're putting him, so... Next, um, let's go with. Okay, let's go with the the wife. His his actual. Wife. Okay. Okay. I so I thought that she was like on kind of the lower tier because mm-hmm. I was just like, even when she knew Adam Sandler was doing some messed up, you know, going all over the place, hooking up with whoever, had the secret apartment and stuff, but she was still kind of chilling and like keeping it together. Right. And I kind of like, I thought that was like very calm of her. It was very like not chaotic of her, if you will. You right. Know? I also think that she was kind of bottom tier, but it's also kind of a power move to just be like, I don't even care what he's doing. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to do my own thing. Oh, man. But I could tell Shadi wanted a divorce from the first Oh, place. my gosh. Of course. <laughs> on sight. I mean, like, you saw awesome. the way that she looked at him when she found him naked in the trunk. It was like. Right. I ain't gonna I ain't gonna say anything, but like this is an issue that you yeah. have to. I don't want to be here anymore. Right? She was giving you emotion. The thing is, like, I'm pretty sure the actress wasn't frozen or something. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> like, like, like this career progression is right. just right. <laughs> it's magnificent. The range, like, I'm like, wait, Miss Frozen, kind of serving me anger here. <laughs> she kind of, she kind of slaps. Right. I mean, she didn't even get to start singing yet. Like, right. who would have? Master was a musical. It would have been GG, bro. Game over. Yeah, for real. So, but yeah, I, I would put her bottom tier. Maybe she's like a muted chaotic, where it's like her life is chaotic, but she's put together. Yeah. So yeah, that's fair. That's fair. It works. Okay, next we're gonna go. Let's go his girlfriend. I think her name was Julie. All right. Yeah. So, man, Julie was, in my opinion, she was real chaotic, like extraordinary. Like, she was the second most chaotic character in my estimation. Bro. Yeah, I love like, that. She was just wild. And the thing about, like, without getting too far ahead, mm. the thing about, like, certain decisions of, like, how he made, there was a method to the madness because you could see it kind of forming in his mind. You knew who he was. But, like, Julia was just young. She loved Howie. Right. And it, like, pushed her to do things that were risky as anything can be. Like, just to show her love for Howie. It's like, God, whoa. Yeah, Yeah, I also feel like she was kind of random because at first, like, the first introduction to her is, like, him, uh, her in his apartment, like, his separate apartment from his family. Uh And you're like, okay, he's just, like, she's just, like, a random girl that's, you know, that he's, like, messing with. But then you see her in the jewelry shop and you're like, wait, you work with this man? Yep. (laughs) So you're like, okay. And then, like, like as the movie goes on she just gets more and more crazy and you're like dang she must really like this man and like i feel like we should preface or just say like she's definitely way more attractive than adam sam oh oh my oh don't even yeah without a shadow of a doubt without a shadow of a doubt like adam sandler's probably like i mean he's a dad like he's literally the most the epitome of a father and then you have she's like really she's bad
And she's like going off and doing all this crazy stuff. So honestly, I mean, at first, before you mentioned it, I wouldn't have really put her that crazy. But now I might put her up there because she is kind of going off. I think that, that that part that you make about she was so attractive, but yet she was so like into Adam Sandler that she was willing to like wild out for him, you know? And like the weekend, like, all right, weekend was tripping. But <laughs> at the same time, like she had every opportunity if she wanted to to get with the weekend right but she was so into adam sandler's character that she's like yeah i'm with howie and like that actually hurt up made her upset that the weekend would even try something like that right i think that's like if she was you know she was so into him that she literally rejected rebuffed the weekends like advances bro that's that's a different breed right she loyal for real I mean, I don't even know if I could do that. Right. <laughs> it's the weekend we're talking about. No, and and the movie's set in 2010, which is like, if you were cool, like, the weekend was bubbling, like, that's a yeah. big name, you know? Mm-hmm. So, and it also, she was like, she was around a lot of cooler people because she did a lot of club stuff, club promoting. And yeah. throughout that time, she still stayed loyal. So, like, the weekend wasn't even the first big name around her. And she was yeah. still trying to be like, nah, I'm with Howie. I'm like, oh, okay, girl, go off. Mm-hmm. And she even mm-hmm. came back to him after he drew, he threw that drink, that smoothie in her face. Yep. Yeah, like, oh, man, Dude. I forgot about that. Yeah, I completely <laughs> forgot about that. Yeah, he was, like, abuse. Like, abu- like, the end of that zone was very abusive. Right. And yet, she was still, like, she still was coming back to work every day. Right. Trying to convince him, like... <laughs> Whoa! What? Like he, he kicked him out, kicked her out of his apartment. Right, and she was still like, "Nah, but hold on, because it's my pan." I'm like, "Okay, girl." Yeah, I mean, all right, do what you gotta do. I know. And also, when he was making sales with Kevin Garnett's character, or whatever, like the uh-huh. his crew would like look at her to be like, "Is this man crazy?" And she'd be like, "Nah, like this is a real deal." Like she would help him with yeah. sales and stuff yeah. too. I'm like, dang, it really. Honestly, her character made no sense, but I also think it, that. Yeah. The fact that it made no sense was, like, endearing in a way. Yeah. Um, no, I think that's a good point. It was nice to see, like, obviously his marriage is crumbling. A lot of that is his fault. But right. to see, to see, and, like, obviously, like, also, like, his relationship with his kids is crumbling. And, like, <laughs> but at, at the same time. Honestly, that's the thing, though. We're going to get to Howie because he's honestly, obviously, the most complex character. But mm-hmm. I think that, like, him being unlikable, like, honestly, he's very, very unlikable. But also, like, I was rooting for him the whole time. So yeah. I think her character kind of makes the audience feel like, okay, I'm not crazy for rooting for him, right? Because somebody's yeah. rooting for him, you know? So, yeah. I think she does really good at that. And also, I was reading on this um, actress. It's, like, her second movie ever. I'm like, why she's not? No, I've heard, I heard the same thing as we were watching it, like, uh, Hunter kept on telling me about how this was like one of her first roles or something. I'm like, geez, she's like good, right? She was eating it up. I was like, okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> did her thing. Okay, next we're gonna go. Let's go, Lakeith's character. I forgot his name, but his character. All right, all right I know what you're talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, so my man's he was kind of so Lakeith is Lakeith. I always feel like Lakeith whenever he plays a character, it always seems to be cool, but like with a little bit more to him. Right. You know, like, but this man, he was just weird. Like, <laughs> I don't, like, cause he still had that same level of like, Lakeith Stanfield cool that you always associate with, you know, all of his roles and stuff. Uh-huh. But like, he would just do, he would just move differently to how Adam Sandler was. And like, 
that was a very funny dynamic, just having like Adam Sandler have to chase after him, right? For the like for large portions of the movie, and then you know, because I mean, he was his in, like Keith was his in to get into the athletes, get into the rappers and stuff, you know. And I feel like Adam Sandler wasn't really appreciative of that, so right. Keith just was moving different. But I don't know, like Keith has some chaotic moments, but. I still think he's just Lakeith. He's chill. He's, at the end of the day, he's always going to be chill. He's always going to be Lakeith. So. Right. Yeah, I feel that. I feel like they were supposed to be, like, kind of co-workers in a sense. Like, they were supposed to be buddy-buddy. But, like, something yeah. about Lakeith's character from the beginning, I was like, something is sus here. But you don't yeah. get, like, enough into their background. Just, like, little snippets where it's like, oh, Adam sold his watches without telling him. Da-da-da-da. Adam did this, Adam did that. So then when you start hearing that, you're like, oh, that's why Lakeith is so sus with him. Yeah. That's why Lakeith doesn't care. Right. Like, no, that's that's a really good point. You know? I wasn't like, even thinking about that. I forgot about the whole watches thing, yeah. I watched the movie twice, so I definitely... Yeah, okay. <laughs> All right, fair I enough, was picking up, you know, the first time you watch and the second time yeah. I was like, let me, you know, break this down for a second. Yeah, just, just straight. The first time I watched was just straight, wow, Adam Sandler wearing that? Right. Not not oversized clothing? He doesn't look like Billie Eilish? Right. Wow. Awesome. You start to actually realize, like, dang, this man is rich. <laughs> huh. Yeah, yeah. Like, wow. Oh, I didn't know. He's wearing rings. Right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> no, but yeah, I think their din- dynamic was weird. But I was definitely, like, obviously I love Lakeith, but, like, I was the whole time, I was like, yo, give him his rock back. Like, I was, yeah. Yeah, I, I felt the same way. I was about to hit a couple of times. But then I was oh like, my God. nah, I get it. Like, <laughs> I got him at the end. I was like, okay, I understand why you were acting like this. So, yeah. I don't know. I wouldn't put him that chaotic, though. I think he's just grinding and, like, that's just how he has yeah. to act, you know? He's real, bro. He's just like a, like, he was like the, I feel like he was one of the most, like, realistic characters yeah. in the movie. Because I'm just sure that all those hoopers, all those, like, you know, rappers and stuff, they all got that dude in their entourage right. who is, like, not really their dude, but he's, like, low-key their dude. Yeah. And, like, as a result, he has to move a certain way to, like, interconnect with, like, these, you know, the Adam Sandlers of the world. Right, yeah. right, right. I definitely think that, too. Like, he's just moving. Like, every, like I know that, that that character was real. Like, there's somebody still in New York that's still doing that, still has to, like, mm-hmm. you know, getting people to do this and stuff. So. Yep. I, I I think I'd put him at the same level maybe as his wife, like chaotic yeah. life, but they're dealing with. Him. All right, next, let's go, Kevin Garnett, the man. Man, KG, KG, <laughs> what a performance, bro! He was amazing. Like, Dude, I was stunned how good he was. Literally amazing. I'm like, what the heck? First, just the whole like, they got this man's like old, and <laughs> like he was looking young, and like I I. I think, like, I heard little stories about how they wanted, I think it was Kobe first, and then Amari Sotomayor. Oh, for real? And, like, I didn't even yeah, know apparently they want, they had this whole plan where they wanted, either it was Sotomayor first, because they were, they are Knicks fans, and then Kobe, or Kobe and then Sotomayor, whatever. Right. But they came up on KG. And, like, Mans is, like, he was just chilling. <laughs> he was just chilling, like, he just wanted that stone. And the thing is, like, you talk about Lakeith's character and Lakeith felt like the guy that was kind of like messing stuff up with the stone like he was just like kind of all over the place right. in terms of just like oh time to return it well not time to return it all this other stuff yeah. KG was just chilling he was chilling <laughs> I, yeah bro I really like I thought he was exceptional in it so I, I really 
I didn't think he was chaotic at all. I thought he was just like he's a hooper. He had his little his little superstitions or whatever. But when he just wanted to do right by people, right. he was because he you know you know how he felt when um how he was like trying to drill stuff with the whole like just I have the stone and you can't have the stone you can't have the stone, you can't right. you know he was like it's about the principles and I'm like man KG man, <laughs> I respect you that. <laughs> Nah, for real. He was, he was, obviously, he didn't have any ill intention. Like, he was like, I'll literally pay you, like, give me this rock. Mm -hmm. He wasn't, he wasn't on the same wave Lakeith was on, for sure. Okay, this is embarrassing. Like, y'all gonna roast me, I know. But this is a compliment on God. I did not know who Kevin Garnett was. Oh, God. (laughs) What? I thought this man was an actor, like, Oscar-nominated. Because the performance he's putting on, though. No, hey, no, no, no. Mom, <laughs> I, it might be time to hang up now, bro. No, I'm serious. Okay, because, like, you know when you watch movies sometimes, like, sometimes they'll have real basketball players and sometimes they'll have actors, obviously. So I am I didn't recognize him off the jump. And then when I went back and I looked, it's because he's retired now. You know, I wouldn't know. I, I honestly wouldn't have known. Because I'm not, I'm not, like, a sports person, you know. But I'm like, listen, listen. I'm like, yo, I'm like, I turned to my friend who also didn't know who Kevin Garnett was. And I'm like, Jeez. yo, we're a mess, I, we're a mess. Oh, goodness me. We're a mess. But I'm like, yo, who is this? I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm like, who is it? She's like, I don't know, but he is putting on a show, like the emotion, mm-hmm. the passion. Yep. Like you would have thought Kevin Garnett collected stones for years. Like he's out here, mm-hmm. like, you know. And obviously the superstition part, but I did read that like the actual black opal, whatever they were they were um, alluding to, is actually like lucky and like people actually do like have jewelry with that if they're in sports or whatever superstition. So I'm like that's wow. very um what is it academically correct or whatever. But I'm Dang. like okay, okay. I didn't even know about that. Yeah, I'm like they convinced me either way. Like you could have told me yeah. that was a piece of styrofoam, but I was like yo. Kevin needs that styrofoam, like, to win, like, yeah. you know? Yeah. So he was putting you know, on that like, show. That, that John was, like, because it was weird, because, like, we were watching it, and obviously, like, I remember KG, like, watching him growing up, mm-hmm. along, you know, with the Celtics especially. Right. And, like, I was, I was as I was watching it with, um, with my friends, like, I was kind of thinking back to that, not to necessarily that series, but just that playoffs, and I'm like, I'm pretty sure Boston won. Like that that game and won that series because I'm pretty sure they played against LeBron like the next round or they lost LeBron eventually. Uh-huh. So I was like, and I was interested to see how they would play on that. Especially you get towards the end of the movie and you know that it's like down to that last game. Uh-huh. And I was like, so how are they gonna make this work? Like it's not like he lost, but at the same time, like the drama was so much was like so tangible and like the way that KG was acting, it was like. I need, as you said, like, I need that Opal. I need right. it, bro. Like, or we're not going to win. It was like, wow. It made me think, like, maybe <laughs> this did happen to him. Like, maybe this is how he was feeling, actually, during Right. Because it was, it was a finals game, right? It was like a, I think it was like either maybe Eastern Conference, like, semifinals or something. It was right. like the, a couple rounds before the finals. I think they played against LeBron the next round, I think. Yo, so you already knew they were going to win, and you were still like, wait. Uh, yeah, I was like, what is, gonna ha- what is happening? Yeah, no, exactly that. Because you're like, I mean, I'm sure, as, and we'll get to him eventually, but like, yeah, mm-hmm. man, I'm sure that you were like stressing out towards the end, and I felt the same way, and yeah, I'm like, didn't they win this game? <laughs> 
<laughs> you were like, wait, uh, why am I freaking out? Oh, I'm yeah. pretty sure that's <laughs> Why am I? That should be good, right? <laughs> no, for real, because I didn't know. So I was like, whoa. But, like, obviously watching him. And then I started to, I started to like, kind of um, guess at the end that he was a real basketball player. Because I'm like, yo, he's too tall. And, like, watching the little, <laughs> like, the clips yeah. of him playing, I'm like, nah, he's not that good unless he's, like, an actual yeah. player. So I was, like, thinking, dang, they got a real player. And then when I went and looked him up, he's, like, critically known. And, like, yeah, it's so like, like a whole okay. camera and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, like, like okay. it's a little, one of the best every year. Right, and I'm like, oh, okay. No, but I also think that's cool that um, the directors got, like, a like a, not only a, an actual player, but a famous player. And, like, like you said, it went along with a timeline and a story that was oh, realistic. Yeah. So that, like, yeah. the way they timed all that is really, like, cool. Oh, tremendous. Like, I think that that, the, the for me, it was the age, because, yes. you know, that was, that was, what, eight years ago? Yes. You know, eight years ago that he was playing, and, like, mm-hmm. for him to, and he looks the same, but I, as a, I feel like as a director, it's hard to even, like, I, I guess you see it all the time, but I don't know, like, he's, how, he's playing his real-life self right. at a certain point in his life, and he still, like, looks the same same mannerisms so i thought that was like really really impressive by the by the directors to just be able to have that force to be like we're gonna set this in this time we're gonna get a person that he you know after he retired he didn't just like gain 50 pounds and like stop (laughs) chill caring about his body yeah he was like yeah you know what i'm uh i'm still gonna stay in shape i'm still gonna kind of look the same yeah yeah i thought that whole like storyline and his sort of aspect i thought it was just amazing writing amazing acting yeah, because also yeah. as a director or, or the people who wrote the script, like you kind of have to write like Kevin Garnett, you know, like yeah. you have to, you know, kind of almost. Uh, yes, they were probably fans, but you have to kind of know how he was, how he acted, and then Kevin yeah. Garnett has to be like, okay, let me step into how I was eight years no. ago, like that yeah. ass. Like, that, that's amazing. That like that's a tr- that yo, you are on to something, right? That, that's a banger right there. That's a banger right there. <laughs> That's a point. That's a, that's a point right there. Yeah, because he got to be like, okay, like you said, he's retired. So imagine him. He hasn't played in years. He's got to be like, let me put myself in the mindset of how I would act like mm-hmm. I was playing in that. And like, yes, it's, it's he's playing himself. But like, I wouldn't honestly, honestly, if you told me to play myself two years ago, I really wouldn't know how. To, oh, my. No, yeah. It's know? like, bro, so, no, because you like imagine how much he has to if you're playing someone else you can just kind of you just got to look at that other person look at what, what they did and stuff look at their actions and that's it but like he's got to go get that vulnerability mm. everything that he was feeling you know there were negative thoughts that i'm sure that he had to experience during that right. when he lost one of those games and he's like man i just lost you know and the, that that anger and sadness that comes with it and, and the panic like having you know like playing yourself i feel like it's like the hardest thing because because you're playing it, it seems like it should be easy. Right. But in reality, like you got to go and think about all that stuff that affected you right. all those years ago. It's like, golly, man. He, was, he did his, man. We're about to give him a supporting actor award right now. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like, but for real, though. For real, like, I mean. The way I, I thought he man. was even a basketball player. Like, I, I swear to God, I thought he was like, I, I was like, who's this breakout, like, stunning? <laughs> this 25-year-old like, superstar. <laughs> I'm like, who is this? Why isn't he in every movie? Like, he's Why sickening. He... Dude. I thought I saw him in Moonlight. Wasn't he? Stop! Wasn't he in 12 Years a Slave? 
this literally like, is this Mahershala Ali right now? Is like, this, is this, <laughs> is this <laughs> one of the three black actors what? that we we have usually? <laughs> no, like that's how like delusional I was, but like his performance for real sickening. All right, we could go yeah, on no, for tremendous. hours about Kevin, but like honestly, mm-hmm. I just loved him. Let's go to. Okay, I don't know his name in the movie, but the guy who, like, he owes money to. The man. Arno. What did he say? Arno. I think his name is Arno. Okay, Arno. Yeah. I think. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you watch the movie, you know who we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. But the main guy, basically Uh, the main guy he owes, like, hella money to, and is, like, following him the whole movie. What we put him Oh my gosh, yo. He was blowing me, bro. He was blowing me. He was the only, like, I'm not... He was a bitch, bro. Like, <laughs> like, like that's like I feel like there's like certain dynamic, there's certain like principles, bro. Like this is family, and you're out here like right. drilling it with in the sense of like you got every single time that you are in a encounter with this man, there has to be like tension, and mm. you know how Sam he's still Adams. like he's still right. like, hey, I'll get you your money, I'll get you your money, and like he's doing that like. He's Wait, trying. your Adam Sandler impression is so good. Wait. Yeah, bro. See, that's been curated, but I don't want to do it too much because I, right. I lose that time for it. <laughs> like, he, he, well, the thing about, like, Adam Sandler is, like, even though in the movie, like, there's a lot of tension going on, you don't necessarily think that, like, at least for me, I didn't feel like Adam Sandler was, like, the most sort of intimidating threat. He just, mm-hmm. a lot of stuff just happened to him, but he wasn't trying to do stuff to other people. Right. Yo, uh, for outside real. the weekend. <laughs> Yeah, but, you're making a point there. Wait. Yeah. Like, he, like, so, it always felt like Arno, whenever he would come up to him, he would always, it would always be my money. I'm just like, I know that, Sam, don't get me wrong, Sandler was doing, he was tripping out, he was out of line a lot of times, you know, trying to put money, other bets into other, you know, and like, right. trying to double his money and stuff like that. But at the same time, like, everything, Arno had his henchman running with him who was like, tripping all the time right and it's like this is your brother-in-law like y'all are celebrating like passover and stuff and right like, what you doing bro why, why are you putting okay. you strip this man naked and then put him in a trunk <laughs> and then like a couple of days later it's time to eat like potato latkes and and they're and, chilling and, i can't yeah and chill like come on bro that's messed up nah yeah he was pissing me off okay the first time i watched the movie i was like yo who is this man like can you get out the way but then the second time I was like, for real, the second time I was starting to think because like the second time I picked up more because, OK, um, to tell the audience, like when you watch this movie, it is very loud. So you do miss a lot of lines because everybody is actually talking yeah. over each other. So the second time I yeah. watched, I was more like trying to listen to the stuff I missed. And, you know, he did say like a lot of times, like, dude, like I never wanted it to come to this. Like you asked me to loan you money years ago and like you've literally never given it back. You know, you've done this and this. You're you're using my money and this and that. And it's like, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, he, he I think he's his brother-in-law. I don't think yeah. he's his brother. Yeah, so, like, they're still a family, but it's also, like, yeah, but not really, and you owe me my money. <laughs> like, you know? That is true. That so is the true. second time, I was like, I kind of empathized with him a little more. But I was still mm-hmm. like, why you got your goons out here? Like, if it's family, yeah. why can't you, like, deal with it front face to front? But then you start to realize, like, his character is kind of fake. Like, he's actually not really yeah. about it, you know? So I was yeah. like, hmm. So he, with him, he was like, like he, he was weird, bro. He was it's weird, weird, right? It was odd. I don't know. I don't know where I would put him. It's like, 
I think his goons are like the actual he, Yeah, yeah. He like he's you know what, you you do make like a really good point about how he, he did have his moments. I think he had a lot of moments because I think there was, you know, like they obviously the end of the movie happens and mm-hmm. like it goes down the way that it goes down. But the thing is, like, it's not like there weren't opportunities to do something to him beforehand. Like, right. he did have enough, like, restraint. And, like, some of the time, like, when when the bet hits, he's, like, ecstatic. He's, like, wow. Like, you know, he yo, gave, you're gave, right. I'm saying that look like, yo, you crazy, but, like, wow, bro. Like, you you really did it. And, like, I didn't I have to do X, that. Y, and Z. I didn't have to, like, he was kind of, like, proud. I felt like. At least I felt like Loki yeah, was, was like proud he of was. him. He yeah, was. so like I on one hand, like I feel like maybe that's also the situation, just like when you're you got so much big money and betting and like gambling and all that stuff. Like maybe it's just like you gotta be a certain type of way even if you got family involved. Mm-hmm. But like he wasn't he didn't he never really put him in danger, you know. He never like really threatened him with violence like that. And he always wanted him to I think pay off to be successful he didn't like take pleasure in any of the stuff that was going on so maybe maybe it was a little bit like maybe it was a little aggressive with my first my first stand with him yeah no no no. but like 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 he wasn't aggressive towards because like you said he did feel um happy when he won the bet and i think when he placed the the rock for auction in that fancy auction thing he was he showed up and was like i'm trying to see like how much money you make yeah. it also it didn't look like he was trying to be like i showed up to steal the rocker i showed up to you yeah. know mess up anything so it was like yes he's a good person deep down he just kind of has to do his business but the way he didn't have control over his goons yeah. that's what gets yeah. me like that's where you're chaotic because yeah. if you want to act and be like yes you owe me my money then you gotta go full throttle you can't like yeah you're right you know yeah. you can't only be strict with some people so that's what made yeah. me lose respect for him a little nah, bit. But at the beginning, you, you, I was kind of That's facts. That's facts. You know? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's talk about his goons now. His goons oh, complete God. chaos. Like, that's chaotic. Ugh. Ugh. Like, <laughs> I don't know what man's name was, but whoever... Man... If I see I him in the you. street, for real. It's like... Yo. <laughs> man, what it, whatever Taylor Swift said in that, that song. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's what we're doing. Like, bruh, it's just... What, what was the like? What was the reason, bro? Like, nobody reason? cares about you, bro. Let's just I'm drop the bomb. Let's just drop bro. the bomb. If you haven't watched the movie, I'm gonna drop the bomb right now. So if you plan on watching it, skip ahead a couple minutes. But the goons end up being so mad at Adam Sandler for no reason. We don't know why. We don't know why. But they end up being so mad at that man that they shoot him, even though he won the bet and even though he had the money. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Man, how are you going to kill someone for securing a bag <laughs> for you? And then you're going to kill the brother for secure What? Do you not know how this goes, bro? You won. You won. You, you got your won. money, bro. Okay. Why? Why, you gotta, why are you so mad? That's what is wrong with you, bro? What is wrong with you? Because, okay, even when I watched it the second time, I could not tell you what was wrong with that man the thing i will tell you is that i found like when i watched it the second time i did see that he was like hostile with howie the whole movie like it wasn't like he was at the end just randomly hostile with him like he was progressively more hostile throughout the movie with howie like he had it out for him Uh like even you remember that scene they were in the car right before he puts him in the trunk 
and he was like he yeah. was like telling the boss like yo like he hit me in the nose like let's just like wreck him let's wreck him and the boss was like no not yet like he's kind of restraining him a little so yeah. i'm like huh this man really had it out from the beginning crazy how that works but you never yeah. really get insight as to why literally why do you yeah. care that much yeah <clears throat> um, he's just like he's i think that was oh my bro i don't speechless. think i have ever seen a scene because i was watching with with hunter and we literally jumped out of our seats Dude. in the living room because it was like <laughs> this doesn't make it didn't compete with we're like we literally were like this is the one of those unexpected scenes i've ever Me like too. in my entire life i've ever seen because i was just like Me too. this doesn't really make sense like everybody should be happy what <laughs> What? Literally. Like, in the theater, what? I literally, like, I was kind of chilling because I was like, I was smiling, honestly. Like, I was genuinely yes. happening. I mean, happy mm-hmm. for this character. Like, I was so into it. I was like, yes, how we got the money. And then out of nowhere, you just hear that gunshot. And I was like, no way. And I was literally in shock. I thought he was going to get up and, like, try to, you uh-huh. know, call 911 or something. I'm sitting there like, there's no way this happened. But at the same time, I'm like, this is real cinema. <laughs> like, oh my God, bro. Like, I was just because the way that they showed that like final sort of encounter, just that whole like last game, it was like so stressful. But mm. you're also how we so confident. You're like you're satisfied. Yes, yeah. yes, you did it. Like yo, you cuckoo as hell, bro. I don't ever <laughs> want to see you, but man, you you did what you had to do, and right. like your family's taking care of and stuff, and like you're good, you're good. And then right. it's like all in one moment, just bang, and then Arno next bang, and it's like. For like, what? It was just evil. It was honestly evil because then also it was he so evil. So evil. Then he starts to steal the store. Like, oh my gosh. Like, I'm like overkilled. I know. Now you're doing too much on it. He takes the Furby. I'm like, yeah, you're doing a little too much now. Like yeah. I, I can't even like recognize you as a villain. You know how sometimes villains you kind of feel like something for them? I wasn't feeling mm-hmm. nothing. I nah, mean he's, he's calling garbage. his goons that were following Julie. And he's like, yo, yeah. get her. I'm like, nah, you're actually doing actually. Yeah, cool it, cool it, bro. Like, <laughs> everybody can chill. Everybody chill. eats. Can we wait? Like, daddy, chill. chill. <laughs> like, come Literally. on, bro. Literally, that was me. Because I was just like, it's honestly, if there's a flaw in the movie, which I actually don't think there is, but if mm. there was, it would be like kind of giving his character purpose and being like, literally, why is he like this? Like, like what do we we don't understand that but i think that anger kind of makes you as a viewer like have somewhere to put Mm -hmm. the anger because all the characters are so complex that you're like well i like him but i don't i like him but i don't but those two people you can actually be like no it's always gonna be we hate you you know that's like a you you just speaking facts today where you just dropped the two c's bro like the thing is like it's Uh like uh, because if you left the movie and everything worked out i feel like you would have felt kind of weird because like you still would have thought, in, in reality, Adam Sandler's character made a ton of mistakes, mm-hmm. you know, in the movie and, like, through mm-hmm. his life. And I feel like even though a redemption story is always a good thing, you know, mm-hmm. it is kind of, it makes you feel something different when it's, like, you, you see him and you see everything work out. And then, obviously, everything sort of, at the end, it just all falls apart, yeah. even though... Like, if he kept it together through a string, and then when he finally got that, it's, like, sad, but it's also, like, 
it's kind of it makes you feel something like right. beyond the movie the movie comes off but you still feel yeah. this sort of like pain like damn did i did he did that really just happen dude why you ate that okay let's let's kind of met like <laughs> like let's kind of flow into howie now because i feel like we've been mm-hmm. talking about him the whole movie but honestly if you break it down it's like Yes, he literally, the whole movie, mistake, 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 mistake. Mm -hmm. And there wasn't, honestly, like, there was, I mean, there was the slightest of an arc, but not really. Like, his character really doesn't change throughout the movie to the point where, at the end of the movie, everything kind of works out, and he still wants to place a bet, you know what I mean? Like, he still, so that's when I was like, when he made that last bet, I was like, nah, I'm actually going to have to fight Howie now. Because it's like, you have no regard for your own well-being, you know? So I was like, okay. So honestly, if, I feel like if he didn't get shot at the end of the movie, I wouldn't have enjoyed the movie. <laughs> Which no, is kind of dark, uh, but yeah. for real. I think what I always remember is just that feeling when he gets shot, yes. and it's like that. How I was with, I just, I he got shot, <laughs> and I looked at Hunter, and he looked at me, and we're like, Did that really just happen? Did that really just happen? And then the movie's over. You the know? movie's literally it, over. It's just oh, like it's like there's no. There's no epilogue. There's no time for you to like kind of absorb it. It just ends. No, nah, but like, I love wow. that. I really do love that because I feel like that's all you really need to know as a viewer. Like, boom, mm-hmm. like life comes it's at over. you fast. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it makes sense because it's not like the dude had such a contentious relationship with his family. You mm-hmm. knew that like Julia took care of the the bet, and she, you know, she was all situated. Right. But that was it. That's you know, right. that was his whole life in that store. With that jewel, with them jewels and the gambling and stuff, as soon as it's over, it's over. There's nothing. Nobody else really matters in that situation. Yo, for real. No, honestly, because if they would have stretched out, it's like, what else are you gonna put in the movie? Nothing. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's all that it revolved around. Honestly, mm-hmm. Howie's one of those characters where, like, obviously, I'm grieving what the movie's done, but I'm still thinking about like how you. He's literally the worst. So oh, I'm he's like, terrible. He's terrible. I have to put him. I'm gonna have to put him at most chaotic. There really wasn't any competition, but yeah. I'm gonna have to put him at most chaotic because it's like, okay, okay, this is the thing. Um, like he was, you know, marriage in shambles, job kind of in shambles, but mostly for his own fault. But he yeah. did have things to look forward to. Like he had the gem, the new gem that if he just would have put that job in auction, and that would have yeah. been it. He has Julia, you know, if he would have just cooled off, not throwing smoothies yeah. in people's faces, everything would have gone smooth, you know. And I'm just like, there's just choices that you could have made, Howie, yeah. to make your life easier. But then mm-hmm. I feel like the choices that he didn't make, like the mistakes he made, also made me kind of feel like this is a deeper character and I actually like this guy. So it's like, I can't uh-huh. hate him, but I hate him, you know. Yeah, like... um, I don't know. Have you watched that uh, that Netflix show? You, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I think people like talk about like Joe Goldberg and how like he's obviously a very bad character, mm-hmm. but he's also like very like complex or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, like he has like good within his bad, right. and like don't get me wrong. When I watch you, like I'm just like, yeah, this dude's kind of trash, bro. Like he's just <laughs> weird. Like he just moves weird. He makes poor decisions. Right, but. I can sort of see it with that one. And with this one, I definitely feel that way. Because when he died, the thing about Howie is, even though he made a ton of just terrible decisions that put people at risk, like, the man, he never did anything so, so egregious that it was, like, going to cost a person his life. And, like, in that sense, even, like, in a weird way, like, that's kind of cool that he just, like, even though he was bad, 
he had like a certain standard yeah and he just kind of like he just would go up to that standard where you would be like man you are you are a terrible person but then like he might do something a little bit redeeming and it's like at the end of the movie it finally all pays off for him it's like all right bet like it works yeah yeah Yeah. and this situation it worked i I had no faith that he was gonna improve like he was ever gonna get better but it's like all right you had your you had some good in this moment like right. you got your you got what you deserve in this moment this positive thing that you got and then that build up and then just for that to be gone at the snap end snap your that, fingers bro that like instant drop is like 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 you said something i'll never forget and it just makes me think about his character even more like mm-hmm. if you really mess around you gonna get hit like yeah at the end yeah. of the day I mean, so but yeah definitely man, most chaotic like but that, also I like that song is just a snap bro. Oh, for real man. i'm thinking about it still like i had yeah. like like snap memories of me coming out the mm-hmm. theater with my brother and we're like how he's dead yeah. how he's dead how like yeah. he literally, like mourning it but for real it's honestly a mess okay yeah. now let's go on to i mean we've basically hit everything i mean we can kind of hit the like what we think about the Oscars kind of snubbing. What do okay. we feel about that? Okay. You go first. All right. So for my for myself, like <laughs> I haven't watched a ton of the Oscar sort of nominated movies, mm. but what I would say is like Sandler, like he was tremendous, bro. And it was such a such a deviation from what he's usually used to in the sense of like uh, you you love Adam Sandler, right? Yes, I love him. Amazing, bro. <laughs> I've up to this point, bro, I have... Well, I wouldn't say hate. Go as far as hate. No, a lot of people was, hate him. A lot of people hate him. I get I've it. strongly disliked some of his films. No, and I get like, it, yeah. He, he, like... Because the thing is, like, I, I think I, I've talked to friends about it. The thing is, like, he can make a very entertaining movie that is, like, low-key, like, not great. Yeah. But, like, he's just kind of chill and he makes it work. Right. But he also made Jack and Jill, which is the worst... One of the worst movies <laughs> I've ever seen in my entire life. So it's like, like there's yeah. got to be like some sort of balance there because Jack and Jill is horrifically bad, <laughs> and then a lot of those stuff is like, man, to like pretty good, like to act actually good. But yeah. he like he how how is I've never seen like I can't remember many actors having this sort of like he's kind of typecast into this role where he's kind of this goofy dude, mm-hmm. and he literally is something that he has never been in this movie, and he stressed himself, and he's like. He's probably in his 40s, you know, and but yeah, he was able to kind of show his ability, show that talent off. And it's like, wow, like you are really you're actually a very talented actor. Like we like people don't give him enough props when he can actually kind of do his thing. Right. The thing is with Adam, like I'm talking like that's my homie, but he is. That's your boy. Yeah, bro. (laughs) Y'all go way back. The thing with my boy Adam is like. I've always seen him as, like, a smart guy because yeah. his jokes, while they're, like, dumb, they're very smart. Like, he, he everything he admits is very smart. But at the yeah. same time, he's an idiot. Like, he's oh, yeah, so absolutely. dumb. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, like, the <laughs> so, way he's... <laughs> he's so yeah. dumb. So, the way he's been able to ride that line of smart, dumb, smart, dumb. Like, I'm a really smart guy. I know how to act. But I'm going to do these dumb roles because, like, this is kind of, like, a satire. This is kind of, like, what works for me. And I've been, like, I watch his movies and, like, some of them are honestly hot garbage. But like you said, some of them are, like, pretty funny. Like, he makes a movie that was, honestly, if you ask me, one of his most famous movies are, what, Grown Ups, that entire franchise? Yeah. Yeah. Why? 
Because he's funny. Like, literally, the plot yeah. of that movie is garbage, but something about yeah. him and, like, his dynamics with his co-stars make you want to, like, watch it, you know? Yeah. But this movie was, like you said, completely out the box. I think everybody kind of knew when they were watching the trailer, they were like, this is out of the box. Like, this yeah. this alone, just because he was able to turn that actor switch on, should get an yeah. award. But the Oscars yeah, weren't seeing it. They weren't seeing yeah. it. Yeah, I, I just think that, like, and usually I don't, like, I'm sure that, I mean, you, you're into the music stuff as well, so I'm sure you're hip to just, like, award shows seem to be, like, a sham, bro, mm-hmm. like, toward, they just slant towards certain artists and, like, certain, like, actors and ignoring right. other ones for no real reason. Well, like, there's a reason, but, like, you know, let's yeah. not be <laughs> But, that's the tea, but, like, nah, <laughs> but, you know, like, this, and I feel like this is just another example where it's, like, people were so... I think that, well, the thing is, like, a lot of sort of more, like, non-traditional um, award shows and, like, stuff that kind of didn't necessarily have the clout of, like, the Oscars, right. they were like, yeah, they this man did his thing. Right. You know, they right. gave him a props, and, like, deservedly so, but I feel like, and without knowing, like, too much about the movies that were nominated and stuff, I mm-hmm. do think that he, because it's Adam Sandler and it's the Oscars, like, people were just like, nah, we can't do that. That's, not, that's that. just not acceptable. They yeah. weren't ready for that. No, you bring up a good mm-hmm. point because, like, the other smaller award shows, literally maybe in all of them he was nominated. In a couple of them he won. Like, I'm not telling mm-hmm. you you got to give him all of his things. But one or two, you know, we just fishing. Yeah, I mean, so. just, just, acknowledge, just acknowledge that he did well. Right. Like, in, that mo- in a good, like, a really good movie. They weren't like, really ready for it. They weren't. He didn't need to win. He didn't need to win. I think just a nomination, like... I think a nomination... I, I don't know. Like, maybe some other things were good, but... Mm. A nomination for the movie as a whole, like, anything. I honestly would have thought of it as a win if, like, costume design yeah. would have won, you know? Like, I just... Oh, like, yeah, yeah. They just... They just... They had some sort of prejudice against it. And then, you know, that's when you really start to feel bad. Because you're like, mm-hmm. okay, award shows are racist. That's fine. But this is a white man. Yeah. We're not going to get the white man's thing? That is true. <laughs> I mean, like, no, nah, that's fact. Like, look, Adam Sandler's definitely done some weird stuff, bro. Like, he definitely has had his weird moments, bro. Like, movies are weird. Mm-hmm. He had, like, I think he did something with Netflix that was weird. Like, you said that the movie isn't just about him, though. Like, it's right. everybody. It's, it's everybody. You know, the... the person who did who was julia who's like in one of her first major roles and does bits you know it's it's the person who's from frozen that was able to take on this persona like that's nothing you know it's like lakeith stanfield doing what lakeith stanfield does it's kg doing you know amazing like there were so many people that did so well and you know costume design and the plot and the writing and even like because people talk about how loud it is but that it made you feel something that That's I don't think a lot of, of movies it. can. Like, that chaos is different than, I think, a lot of other movies. It was just, it's a really good movie, so, so it good. deserves some sort of props for it. The way that they just completely discredited the entire movie just because Adam Sandler mm-hmm. was in it. And I'm like, okay. But you know what? Um, the the directors who did this movie, the Safdie brothers, they mm-hmm. said that they knew they were going to get Adam from when they started writing the movie. So I feel yeah. like they kind of were prepared to, like, okay... This movie will have a lot of cultural relevance, but it's not going to get maybe get all the awards. Because a lot yeah. of the times that they were accepting awards, they always shouted out Adam because they knew, like, nobody else is going to if we don't. Even though he is yeah. that popular, like, 
in the movie scene if 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 it's like us citizens regular ass people if we're like yeah adam's an idiot imagine in the movie scene like they probably think he's that an is idiot. true oh my <laughs> god yeah you're absolutely right bro like so, you are so right there yeah <laughs> just you have people that are dumber than adam sandler thinking that he's dumb right like, like, <laughs> what's it and they're not necessarily wrong but it's just like yeah, yeah. like there's no way that he's getting pops from like these esteemed you know yeah. media heads who are it's just pretentious as anything I had like I felt it like I I kind of was prepared for it when he didn't get anything, but it was just really disappointing because I don't think he's gonna. Well, I mean, maybe maybe he could go off and do a whole bunch of great roles, but I, knowing uh, Adam Mahoney, yeah, he's not gonna do that. <laughs> he's gonna yeah. do like ten more Netflix movies, and they're gonna be. Yeah. And I'm gonna watch him. I will. Yeah, of course. But you gotta give him that, you know. <laughs> he's just he's funny, but like good for him. I mean, I'm glad he got like a couple words at least from other award shows which are cool i think they could have at least invited my man to the show but we're yeah. not gonna do too much hey, i guess you know you know how it is bro they they're weird they're they move weird. weird bro and you know another thing not to get too film head on you but like the people who produced the movie a24 they yeah. actually had like two other movies that were oscar nominated and like they've gotten a lot of buzz like they've done euphoria um oh, wait what dead ass they they produce you for oh dead ass and then you know no i know hey <laughs> hey yo, that's my favorite studio now bro euphoria is like the best show on so TV, good bro like and that show, bro oh my no yeah. for real and euphoria got a lot of like like critical acclaim too so i'm like oh shoot like this is a this is a like we got it in the bag it's a24 they also did um I don't know if you heard of Midsommar, that like horror movie. I heard, I heard about it. My my friends have said good things about it. Yeah, that said one, really good things about. It. Yeah, that one got a lot of Oscar buzz too, and like it got nominated. They did another movie with um, that comedian Aquafina. And, oh yeah, yeah. And that move, and that's another movie that like is odd because she's like a comedian, but she does so well in that role, and yeah. that got a nomination and a lot of buzz. So I'm like, okay, wow. if Aquafina's out here getting Bruh. Oscars. My man Adam can get one. Thing. I'm actually messing with, because you know what, this A24 stuff. You look at these movies, and it, it seems to be a common thread. It's just like they're not they're non traditional. Yes, you know, like Euphoria yes. is, you know, all these like different little aspects. It's really. And then, like, you know what? Now she's talking about, like, you can see sort of these threads between, from what I've seen, at least, like, Euphoria is, like, chaotic as anything. Yes, yes. The way that they took it. Man, A24 on the come up. No. <laughs> no. That's and you know That's what? really tough. It's really tough. And it's also, like, the main characters, I think they have a thread, uh, like, a similarity where it's, like, the actor is complete opposite of the main character. Like, uh, yep. Zendaya. Oh, man, you're absolutely right. Literally. Oh, you want fang. Oh, no, oh, why, oh. Are we, why are we just crack the code? Right, that's like another bullseye right there. <laughs> like, Zendaya's playing a crack addict. What? Oh, you my got, God, bro. You got... Don't, you, you gonna get me, don't get me to start talking about this show, because I will not shut up. No, 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 hold on, hold on, because then we got Aquafina playing, like, uh, her movie, she plays, um, like, a really, like, down-to-earth, center like asian actor yeah it's the most like kind of not like alcatina just be like she'd be just doing her thing but in this movie she's like just the <laughs> most normal person like. literally completely centered i'm like okay you got adam playing uh, a like whole jeweler with a addiction. and then they also introduced new actors because the forefront of midsommar it's a almost a completely new cast 
And a lot of their wow. films and stuff are like different, like new stuff. So yeah. It's like, whoa, you know. They also did they did a movie with um Robert Robert Pattinson where yeah. he's oh, like I, I, mm-hmm. You heard of that, right? It was I think it was called Wild I heard Wild. about that. I heard that it was Slames. Yeah, he's I can't playing, remember like, the name of the movie, but yeah, I heard it was Slames. Yeah, he's playing like a I didn't watch it, but he's playing like a a crazy fisherman, whatever, and it's like Yes, Robert Pattinson has, like, drawn away from Twilight, but, like, who's going to give him that opportunity, A24? Because wow, they're crazy, yeah. you know what I mean? They got the, you know, they are doing their, like, I have to give them credit. Yeah, like, you have, yeah. I think a lot of movies, a lot of just, like, media in general and, like, entertainment and stuff, they're just, like, everyone wants to do kind of the same thing. Right, really recycle. To have, yeah, to have people, like, it's not just the, a, the ideas, it's not just, like, because you have, like, a ton of actors that seem to want to do, like, different roles. Adam Sandler, Pattinson, right. Zendaya, and stuff. Like, Aquafina, like, that want to do these different roles. But to have a studio that is so willing to, like, give these non-traditional storylines and, like, give right. these actors and directors and writers and producers these opportunities. That's, like, that's amazing to yeah. see. And, like, film crew, it's, like, every. Giving them the to money, see. too. Because it's, like, if yeah. you walk up and you're, like, yo, I got this fire movie where Zendaya's playing a crack addict or where Adam's doing this, you as a studio have to be like, how much money am I going to give this? You know? <laughs> like, you kind of yeah. have to put your faith into that, and I think they do really good at that, and I honestly appreciate it. I, will, I always be thankful yeah. for A24. For real. Yeah, thanks. Shout out A24. Shout out A24. Y'all, y'all got this thing on lock for 2020 <laughs> is your year. <laughs> for real. The last thing I would say maybe about the soundtrack, but you kind of ate it up where you said that the loudness contributes to the story also like one thing if i had to change would be like um you know how like movies like these and maybe that's to like put the movie in a box and maybe i'm wrong for it but you know movies like these where they will like have a lot of black people in the movie or it'll be like kind of an action uh gamble type movie the soundtrack usually is flames like the soundtrack usually has like freaking kendrick on it or you know big names so when I yeah. saw the weekend was actually in the movie, I'm thinking, oh, the weekend's about a curious, it's gonna be, yeah. you know, ten out of ten. Yeah. yeah, but we didn't get that, and maybe that's like, maybe that's the people in charge of the movie telling you, like, but you need to stop paying attention to the soundtrack and just pay attention to like the plot. So yeah. maybe I'm wrong, but I was expecting I do, like something, you know. I I do like um, I watched this at UMD. They have this thing like. At this place called Hoff Theater, and it's kind of like they'll do free, I guess, like free movies you can watch kind of like per week, essentially. Oh, okay. So they showed this um movie. I don't know if you heard of it, I knew nothing about before. It's called Waves. Oh, yes, uh, yes, that's A24, too, dude. That's A24. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. They're right. Well, <laughs> well, I had to, so I had to, I had to leave early, right? Mm-hmm. But I got through the first half of it, you know, and you, I don't know. Great. Have you seen the movie? That movie is great. Yeah, I watched it. Yeah, so the first half, you know how crazy that first half is, right? And like, the mo- the but the music is, it. yeah, the music is so important in it, and like that, I, I really appreciate. Like, and it seems like a twenty four because Euphoria does the same thing. Yeah, Uncut Gems did the same thing, like creating a certain mood using a, a set music in the background and to create a mood, and like com- coupling that with like you know the camera work and like that that's something that like i really like that i really find that really like entertaining now like having and it doesn't sound corny because like you just you're using it in such a way where it's tasteful you might have the most popular song ever on there 
but you're using it in such a way where it almost doesn't even like sound like the regular song and i just i really i think it's been tremendous i think they 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 are on the right track with what they're doing you kind of blew it up because i was trying to come in like flame in the soundtrack but now leaving this conversation i'm totally for it because you're totally right like And I think it's smart of them to do that because the way Wave soundtrack goes with the movie is completely different than the way Uncut Gem soundtrack goes with the movie. Because it's like, it's a different way of making the the music go. It's not like, okay, they're mad, let's play Kanye. Or, you know, know, it's like a different way of doing it. Which, if there is a mad scene and you play Kanye, it might work too. But like, this is a totally different vibe and a totally different way to do it. And I think that's amazing. Yeah. Oh, I'm crazy. Yeah. For real. Maybe favorite scenes, if you have any, real quick. Yeah, I mean, I just have. I got two. So one is like, obviously, I think when K, the KG scene with Adam Sandler at the end is like Ooh. when when they're just talking. He's like, "This is what I do." Like, yeah, that jump. That hits. Like, yeah. I mean, that one was a banger. And then, I mean, the last one, I have to pick like. It's just iconic, bro. Yeah. Like he says, like the one scene that stood out to me the most was definitely is <laughs> magnificent. Like when I tell you how funny that scene is and how oh my yeah, yes. that's the thing too yep. because I feel like they infiltrated Adam's comedy in a very smart mm-hmm. way too, mm-hmm. like that type yep. of thing. So I think that's that's a that I'm glad you brought that up. For me, yeah. my favorite scenes. I have two as well. Okay, this is completely random, but I just loved it. When he's in that pink shirt walking in the club on the phone. <laughs> oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> Yo, it was so funny. I think it was like the freaking Trinidad James songs is playing. And it's mm-hmm. like him on the phone. <laughs> yeah. Because it's set in 2010. So they give you like a little bit of 2010 with the Trinidad James. Yeah. And he's on the phone. He's yelling. He's like yelling at Lakeith. He's like, where are you? I'm coming, I'm inside. <laughs> He's so mad. Yeah. <laughs> He's so He's so mad and you got like the, the club girls with the with the champagne and the lighters behind oh my, them. Like, yeah. That the whole chaos yeah, of that yeah. scene. Yeah. <laughs> that chaos of that scene and then the pink shirt and him on the phone, like all of that was just so like it made me so happy for some reason. So yep. that scene um also i really 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 enjoyed when he's selling kg the rock at first like he's kind of telling him about the rock yeah and he's like yeah. you know he's got his like seller voice on he's like yeah da, da, da. and then he's like don't lean on the glass uh don't lean on the glass he's like, telling him like uh by the way don't lean on the glass and then the glass breaks because he leaves yeah, yeah. yeah. it's like oh, 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 my fault my fault yo, right. hey, yo. You good, i love you good, that you good? scene because yeah. it felt that, so that, real that that was like that's just like a nice like it's like a little scene that kind of tells you everything you need to know about what was to come about the movie it's just i feel like it just encapsulates so much of what makes the movie good yeah it was really symbolic and it was also like it characterized everybody so well because it was like kevin was so into the rock that he broke the glass he didn't even know and then you got you got adam like yelling at him kind of but being nice and be like dude don't break the glass don't break the glass (laughs) please don't break the glass yeah and there was just so much going on during the scene as well like everybody's talking it's just man no but also um i read that while i was watching an interview and the director said that like they didn't tell them when they were gonna break the glass with the special effects so like everyone's reaction was real and i'm like yeah, yeah. that makes it so much better like i just love this 
that's amazing. That's amazing. No, really, we could talk about this movie for years, but thank you so much for talking with me about this. Thank you for thank you for having me. I feel like we had a great combo, David. Yo, I really, I really mess with it. Like, I'm gonna tell my mom, and she's gonna be so proud of me. Like, this is gonna be amazing. I love this. We're gonna have to get like like matching black opal something to like remember. Oh this yeah, now. that's all like fair. Then we gonna link up, dude. And, like, yes, we're both gonna be dressed up like Adam Sandler, rings all out, just dripping for one what? day. You can be like, you can be pre uncut gems Adam Sandler, and I'll be post <laughs> the drip. You know? Yeah, we'll yeah. compare. I can't. Yeah, we'll compare. Too. Yeah, it'd be sick. Um, yeah, but thank you so much, honestly. Got any just, plugs you want to plug in? This is your moment. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, sure, sure. Um, <laughs> so, there's this thing called Track 2 Podcast. Stop. You guys should listen. Um, it's like a pretty good podcast. Like, that joke, I don't know. It's, it's hosted by this person in the let. It's pretty cool. Like, I she got some pretty, you know, up. she's like, we went to Europe once together. and like, Dude, was I was cool thinking there. about that. Like, we literally met in Europe. That's so funny. That was like. literally tough, bro. It's literally, like, top five best anime revival <laughs> scene ever or something we did like, met in europe at like age 13 we're so that's funny. just really that's just i mean that's just kind of tough like yeah that's we'll sexy mood, that, right? for real i can't yeah but nah definitely uh as roddy rich would say stream track two podcast track two podcast thank yeah. you yeah, stream track two podcast. Yes. but yeah y'all can find me or the podcast on instagram at the track two and that's all y'all that's all we got for you you have a nice day good boy